Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. From KUNC and the NPR Network, this is In the NOCO, your daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. I'm Erin O'Toole. Colorado has taken a bold step as one of the first states to employ an incarcerated professor in a prison education program. It's a move that could have big impacts on incarcerated people and society more broadly. Chalkbeat Colorado's Jason Gonzalez spent time at a state prison in Canyon City to learn more. And he joins me now to talk about some of that reporting. Jason, welcome back to In the NoCo. Thanks for having me. So this is a new initiative where incarcerated people with graduate degrees work in detention facilities as college professors. Could we back up first, though, and and just have you tell us about prison education programs? Because I think some people might be surprised to know this option even exists. Yeah. So in the recent years, we have put more of a focus on higher education college programs in prison. And so they're The students are actually eligible now for Pell Grants to be able to fulfill their higher education before it was very difficult for some students to uh, access that. They don't have a lot of money, and so they're paying for this uh, sort of piecemeal, taking a a class here, a class there, and trying to work toward either associates, bachelors, and in some cases, master's degrees. And Colorado is one of the first states to do this. I'm wondering what makes this effort to employ incarcerated people in these programs so unique? We Yes, we are one of the first in the country to do this. And it's specifically employing an incarcerated faculty member that we are one of the first. There are others that have done it. Colby College has hired an incarcerated instructor to actually teach outside undergraduates. Um, but Colorado specifically is employing them while they are uh, still inside. And we started doing this because uh, we were looking at the landscape here. It's really hard to get um, faculty members into correctional facilities. Sure, there are some shortages, ongoing shortages within uh, the Colorado Corrections Department in terms of um, the officer vacancy. So that that contributes to it and just bringing people in on the inside. And your reporting highlights one of those people, David Carillo. He's one of the incarcerated professors doing this work, and that has led to his new prison name, Professor. Now, Carrillo was serving a life sentence, but in December, Governor Jared Polis granted him clemency for his role in a murder back in the 1990s. Jason, could you tell us more about David Carrillo? Yeah, so David has uh, been in prison for 29 years. He had no way of ever getting out without that clemency decision by Governor Polis. Uh, during that the 29 years that he's been in there, for the first part of it, he said he got involved in what's uh, uh, called prison politics, so uh, the gangs with inside the prison. He was a hothead, as he described himself, and not someone who a lot of folks would uh, say was going to be uh, eventually get his master's. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, let's hear from him. I've been in, in and out of the system since I was a kid. I mean, uh, my, my parents, I'm, I'm generational to this, if you will. And so um, 
my worldview was very narrow for a very, very long time, as you could imagine, right? I, I believed that life was a certain way and, and this is all that there was to offer to, to people like me. And his experience underscores a few things I'd like to discuss. One is the kind of impact that access to education can have on incarcerated people. Research suggests this is life-changing. There is research out there that says uh, the recidivism rate, so the, their return to prison, actually is, is cut by um, getting a, a college education. And in Colorado, around one-third of, of people go at getting out of Colorado prisons actually go back within three years. So a, a higher education degree can help them um, really ease that transition into on uh, the outside. But with what Carrillo really um, highlighted with all of this and a lot of his students is that it's it really is worldview changing. Yeah. And David Carrillo really elaborated on this for you, right? Let's listen. As I advanced in my my academic career, the world opened up to me. So my my perceptions and my view of of everything has uh, shifted. Right. It's It's altered. Um, and so for the guys that are following in my footsteps, um, as they're getting this degree, they're starting out with the idea of just getting a degree, thinking that it's going to provide them opportunities. But what it's going to eventually do is open up their worldview to a, a variety of possibilities. So that way, the way they see life isn't going to be as narrow as it was uh, before. And Jason, your reporting also touches on the issue of income inequality for incarcerated people. The wages that Carrillo earns for his work as an incarcerated professor are in major contrast to the standard, uh, what, 80 cents per day that incarcerated people typically make. So this could really give some incarcerated people a leg up, right? This really could. I mean, one of the biggest barriers to getting out of prison and why a lot of uh, former prisoners return is because they don't have a lot of money. So they're, they're you know, falling into old, old ways, uh, if you will. And so with Carrillo, with, uh, he was making uh, $3,600 for a single class. It would take uh, anywhere from, I think, 17 years for him to earn that much money at 80 cents a day. Wow. Uh, so this is really allowing him to plan for the future. And it's allowing him to pay his sister back for the education that she helped him with. Um, and it just helps him take care of all the things that, you know, uh, a lot of uh, those who are incarcerated worry about once they get out. Right. And more broadly, this move to hire incarcerated people to teach college programs in prison, it it seems like that could have a lot of positive ripple effects on these programs. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that really stood out to me talking to Carrillo students is that uh, they really saw him as a role model, as someone who they could really look up to and aspire to. Um, you know, they, they still, as he said, throw hot shots his way. Um, but <laughs> they really see him as someone who is very aspirational for them. And they could be more uh, than what they maybe thought in their mindset. Hmm, I love that. That's so powerful. So what's next for this initiative? I mean, I know it's early on, but uh, what are you hearing about whether it will continue? So through this program, Colorado really sees this as expanding. So they they want to hire more people like Carrillo who uh, are in and who have master's degrees. Uh, so they're they're planning on an expansion through the, uh, all of this. And they're really seeing uh, a lot of interest from folks who have master's degrees, but also those who just want to learn within the prison system and, and learn how to better themselves. 
And what about the professor, David Carrillo? I know he's set to be released on parole at the end of this month. What's next for him? When I first met him in November, he he didn't have this announcement. So I don't know what he plans on next in terms of like solid plans for when he gets out. But what he did say to me at the time in November is that he really loved what he was doing and he would love to go back and teach other uh, prisoners who are, who are in right now to uh, change their worldview, to to learn, to, to further themselves in higher education. And uh, he, he really just feels called to that. And, and I think he's, he's becoming a professor is really, he's found a place for himself. Hmm. Well, Jason Gonzalez, thank you so much for your reporting on this. And I really appreciate you coming on to talk about it. Of course. And thank you so much for having me today. Jason Gonzalez covers higher education for Chalkbeat Colorado. You'll find a link to his story in our show notes or at KUNC.org. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Erin O'Toole. We'll see you next time.